Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome uh, to Friends with Friends Without the Friend, because this week it's just me and Dave. Hi, Dave. Ahoy, hoy. Good morrow to you. Uh, yes, just us two. A uh, couple of mini episodes for the next two weeks, because I am, I think at the time this is being released, Pete, I am somewhere in South Korea. Are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm going on the world's most uh, ludicrously short trip to Australia for four and a half days, I think, or something like that. Oh, but um, so, I mean, you you're spending nearly as long as that travelling, aren't you? Yes, it's it's a pretty equal split. I think I'm away for eight days, four travel, four there, that kind of thing. Um, but it's my uh, best mate Simon's wedding. I'm the best man, you know. Basically, it's my fault because I uh, I have gigs like either end of it. Do you know what I mean? So I've got a gig on a Monday night, fly Tuesday, then I've got to be back for another gig when I get back, and it's just one of them timing things. I'd basically love to be staying in Australia for weeks, but I'm not. So I think South Korea is where I am. So uh, I'll report back. Well, I hope you're Seoul. having a lovely time in South Korea. I imagine I will be. But yeah, so we uh, because of that, we're, we've got a couple of mini-eps um, because I thought probably more of an inconvenience to try and take a guest to Australia to record a podcast, isn't it? Sure. Although maybe maybe when I'm there, mate, maybe we'll find someone. Maybe I'll bump into Imbruglia or something. Maybe. One of the bridesmaids, maybe. Yeah, 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 exactly. Kylie, Danny, <laughs> any of them are Oaks, Holly Valance. I mean, it's basically just, I'm just relying on the cast of Neighbours being in and sure. around where I am. I mean, that is most of the Australians I know are people from <laughs> both sides. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what, mate? I'll call you if I happen upon a famous Australian. Cool. Um, and if there are any of our Australian listeners want to give me recommendations for things to do in Sydney and or South Korea, because actually I'll have left Sydney by the time this goes. Uh, I'd, let's just strike that from the record, shall I we? I like how you're asking Australians for something you should do in South Korea. That's a real yeah. niche. <laughs> well, do you know what? I mean, I I could say if any of our Korean listeners want to give me some top tips on what to do in Seoul, but I'm just not sure. I don't think we're big in South Korea, are we? I'd, look, let's let's never say never. I'll check the stats later. See okay. This is, anything popping about but i just i've never relied on our south korean listenership to sort of pay the bills that's what i'd say so far <laughs> um, but there you go so um we're, we're sort of cracking on with our uh, tradition of doing the clip shows aren't we yeah well um, no one's gonna pick them so we've got to do them at some point haven't we yeah exactly because we want this podcast to be the comprehensive yeah record of friends don't we forever and ever and ever um, so we're up to the seventh season now. We've only done two clip shows so far. Yeah, big jump, um, isn't it? Yeah, big old jump to season seven. Uh, and 
the twenty first episode of season seven. We've noticed this uh, trend, haven't they? They sort of slot one in. Just Someone's run out of money. Event. Yeah, <laughs> just before that, like, the big season finale, they'll try and slot it in. So it's season seven, episode twenty one, the one with the vows this week. Um, one second, just getting the synopsis up. Well, talking of the synopsis, I watched this on um, Netflix this morning. And it's very clear that this is like a filler episode based purely on the way that Netflix describes it. So before you do the full, uh, more detailed synopsis, Dave, Netflix yep. <laughs> Netflix simply says, as Monica and Chandler prepare their wedding vows, everyone reminisces. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it says. Oh, that is, yeah, they haven't even tried on that, have they? No. Well, the synopsis actually on Wikipedia uh, also includes... Uh, one of the main facts about this episode. So let me read you the two-line synopsis, which is not too dissimilar. Chandler and Monica struggle to write their wedding vows. The group remember the journey Monica and Chandler have made the past few years via flashbacks. That's the synopsis, but then note underneath. This, Pete, and this is a landmark for Friends with Friends, this is the least watched episode of Friends (laughs) ever. So when it first went out, only, I mean, this is astonishing, numbers only 15.65 million people watched it the first time it went out i mean um, word which, really spread that it was piss poor then didn't it yeah, it's, it's mad isn't it because it's the lowest one like i can understand why people wouldn't watch it on netflix and would skip yeah but how did people but, know at the time yeah, that it wasn't very good you're tuning into the telly you don't know it's a flashback do you no but yeah obviously it had that sort of uh that air from the start so yes and look i hate to start this podcast on a sort of negative note and we do, you know, we love Friends. We're big Friends fans. Hopefully, you're with us by now on this. But this is one of this is just 22 minutes of filler, isn't it? It is. It's. I mean, even the scenes that are original are not very good. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the yeah. bits between the flashbacks, it's just, there's just really not that much going on, is there? No, and a lot of the. So next week we're, we've got another flashback episode, which I think is a much better one. Yeah. And it's much more interesting and the clips are better and the clips are illustrative. Um, uh, but this, basically, here's my summation of it. The first half of the episode before what would have been the commercial break are really short flashbacks where like... Oh God, yeah. It's it's a very, very bitty episode. You, you don't get anything longer than about 30 seconds until much, much later in the episode. Right, so the first half is basically something like, for example, Ross going, hey Chandler, weren't you writing your vows? Oh, Monica, I've loved you since the day I was born. And Chandler goes, oh, I can't do that. Flashback. And it's basically the Thanksgiving where Monica's fat. And yeah. Chandler goes, oh, all right, here's my little sister. And laughs, and that's it. It's like, basically the flashback just goes, she's fat, didn't didn't really fancy her. Yeah. Flashback, and then we're back. And, it's, and that happens a number of times, doesn't it? Same with Chandler and Monica on the beach. There's something in that scene... The flashback to the beach, which I maybe I'm being a sensitive person watching Friends retrospectively. Um, Chandler is asking Monica about whether she'd be with him. Yeah, and he says there's a nuclear holocaust, and I'm the last man on earth. I the word use of that word holocaust was a bit. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And. That's because, obviously... I mean, there's such significant meaning behind that word. Even if, like, there, there must have been an alternative. The fact that they chose that is really It's odd. jarring, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's one of those words where, obviously, he's using the word in the correct 
context for what that word originally meant, but that word has just become obviously yeah. so synonymous um, with the Holocaust that it's it, it's kind of basically one of those words that you, that you think, do you know what? We should only ever use that now to describe... Yeah, historical that, significance, yeah. Yeah, that historical significance. And how hard would it have been to just go, there's a nuclear disaster on the last one on Earth? Yeah. So like, fine, absolutely fine. Um, yeah, very odd, isn't it? And those are those things where you really notice more than ever. I know we pick apart friends in a lot of detail, but with the flashback episodes, you really have to notice the details because there's very little else going on. Well, I swear some of the clips that are in this episode are ones that I feel like, obviously I've watched Friends a lot of times, but even for the sake of this podcast, I feel like I've seen Monica teaching Chandler about orgasms multiple times they are they are even 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 playing out the same clips in their clip shows it's like (laughs) double fold laziness isn't it yeah i know exactly what you mean like and and my favorite thing to do when watching these clip shows is watch how they sort of get into the clips yeah and that one was that was a bit of a stretch because they're struggling to write their vows and i think rachel goes well why don't you write about all the things you've taught him (laughs) what what like, like flat, let's let's imagine we flash forward to the wedding and monica goes you know i take the chandler remember that time i taught you about orgasms <laughs> like, yeah. i do i mean it's mad there's a couple of definitely funny lines in this one of one of my lines i enjoyed was joey saying so joey's trying to give chandler advice he's like why don't you say something like monica when i look back on our time together <laughs> yeah and chandler goes yeah and he goes, well, I can't do everything. Look back on your time together. And I thought that was a nice way of just getting into some generic clips, you know? And my favourite bit in this episode is an original bit, and it's um, Phoebe claiming that nine out of ten marriages end in divorce, Ross pointing out that that's probably bollocks, and her saying, how's the missus? Obviously yeah, pointing yeah, out <laughs> multiple divorces. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... When Joey does that line, he says, look back over your time together. And that is just carte blanche for them to then go, here's some just clips of Chandler and Monica together. I imagine some some research assistant has just typed Chandler and Monica into the computer and gone, right, here's nine scenes where yeah. they were in it together. Um, but yeah, there's the turkey on Monica's head. There's Chandler moving in. Right. Turkey on Monica's head. Yeah. That must be like... That that's that maybe it's because I'm I'm British, but that seems such an obvious Mr. Bean ripoff. Like <laughs> yeah. I assume I assume Mr. Bean came first. It must have been because Mr. Bean was early nineties, wasn't it? Yeah, I'd have thought so. Yeah, and I mean it doesn't feel like something I could be bothered to check, but let's just say yes. Sure, that's fact. That's uh, factually accurate enough. Um, <laughs> surely not two groups of writers have thought of the same idea of somebody getting a turkey stuck on their head. I, yeah, and and, and this is uh, we're sort of talking about this on last week's episode, weren't we? About the sort of recycled plot lines between yeah. various sitcoms and various bits and bobs. Uh, my instinct for this is that the Friends writers have probably fairly strongly wagered that the crossover audience between Friends and Mister Bean <laughs> yeah. is fairly minimal. Yeah. Um, although, from all the British sort of comedy exports, Mr. Bean is the biggest one in the world, isn't it, I think? But I love that somebody, therefore, an American comedy writer who works on Friends, must have watched Mr. Bean, seen someone getting a turkey stuck in the head of it like dynamite. We've got that, yeah. yeah. And it's and it's sort of... Yeah, it is odd that they give that to Monica. Yeah. The least likely person to ever get... I know she puts it on deliberately. 
Um, but yeah, it's uh, it is. I guess I guess we're just seeing the comparisons between Mr. Bean and Joey Tribbiani, and uh, yeah. actually, the more we look at them, the more similar those two characters probably are. I also think this one of the clips that it goes back to is I, I realized when watching this episode, possibly like a top five moment in all of Friends for me is Phoebe learning that Chandler and Monica are together and then disguising the screaming with Rachel. Like, oh yeah, and the jumping screaming with Ross. So yeah. good, yeah. Ross joining in, like that whole sort of minute is so good. Yeah. So, well, this now this is that is a great clip, and actually some of these clips are really good. But did you notice this? That basically after the commercial break, so the first half of this episode is just short clips. The second half of this episode is basically an edited down version of the one where they all find out. Yeah, most of it is just Phoebe and Chandler, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's mostly just. Yeah, that episode that we did with, I think, Lucy Pinder on this podcast, the one where everybody finds out. And it's just, they just set it off and they go, I think, I can't remember what it is. There's a, a classic lead-in where Rachel goes, well, maybe it just seems like they haven't been together very long because of how long they kept it from us. And then it's just like someone's just pressed play on the best scenes of the one where everybody finds out. Yeah. And odd. even the payoff in this episode is, like, one of the last jokes is, Chandler has a, a a speech written and he or his vows written and he passes it to Ross and Joey and they're all very touched by it and then he reveals that he has just stolen Monica's and then changed the name. Right, that is weird, isn't it? Because Which the only way that whole bit works is when Joey makes the joke about, well, if you read it first, then how's anyone going to know? Like otherwise, yeah. like what a stupid idea. <laughs> also, massive breach of trust. Yes. I know, like. I know that, like, it's a funny gag, but, like, Chandler's just com- just ruined Monica's vows for the wedding completely. Especially coming from someone who's so reluctant to open the Christmas presents that he's received from Monica. <laughs> exactly. Come on, Chandler. You're better than that. Also, quick, just wanting to check in one of the flashback episodes when Monica is uh, in a bubble bath with Chandler. Joey keeps coming in, so Monica keeps sort of dunking herself under the water. <laughs> yeah. Um, Monica seems to indicate her chicken order by doing something to Chandler is is the joke that she sort of uh how I put this um kicking him in the, in the nads yeah like grabbing yeah. him or something yeah uh yeah I think I thought kicking him maybe the thing about that scene for me and this is this is one of those things where I go I've been doing this podcast too long because <laughs> I watched that scene and so so the sequence is Chandler and Monica are in the bath having a romantic time, yeah? Joey comes in the first time, Monica ducks under. And Joey says, oh, I just wanted to know if you want any chicken, blah, 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 blah. And Chandler's like, no, 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 I don't want any chicken. Monica then pops her head back up and hasn't heard a single word of it yes. because Chandler goes, oh, he just kept asking me about chicken. And she goes, what? Chicken? Oh, do you know what? I could use some chicken. Fine. I'm with it so far. Then she puts it, submerges her head back down under, and we're led to believe, having not heard any of the chicken chat, she can then tell from Place under her the water. Order, yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the details of her order aren't quite precise enough, and then kicks Chandler in the nads. And look, I know, I feel like we almost need like an alarm on Friends with Friends when we're going. Look, we know we've read too much into this, and yes. we're looking in too much yeah. detail here. But that was, I was like, guys, come on, consistency, consistency in the scene, please. This is, well, I don't think it's so much fast for consistency within one scene. Yeah, exactly. Continuity in Friends, we've we've discovered very quickly, is shambolic at best. But within a single scene, I think, I think, I think we, we deserve that. 
there's one part of this episode in one of the flashbacks where they go back to that old photo of I think it's Ross and Monica's grandparents, and they do that whole it's this sort of meaningful sentimental thing. They have this moment of self-awareness, don't they? Because Ross says, oh, they look like a fun gang. And then they're all like, oh, obviously the thought is that this group of six is a fun gang as well. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. But there's no joke in it. It's just this sort of attempt at poignancy. And then it <laughs> goes. And it's it's it, they don't really do that in, in beyond that first series or so, do they? Like there, there no. isn't. There is a joke at the end of everything. So it's really unsettling when it's really unusual to see a scene that kind of ends on a flat note. Yeah, that clip feels very out of place for a number of reasons. One, it's so old compared to the rest of them that immediately it looks like we're delving into like the black and white archives. Do you know what I mean? And then (laughs) that is clearly, I looked at the time on the episode when that scene came up and there's like a minute left. And that (laughs) was... More than anything, because the way they get into that, Joey just goes, "Oh, I don't, I don't, I like things the way they are." <laughs> and it's just like, I don't want anything to change. I like things the way they are. Clip. It's like, huh? What? I mean, they're just getting married. It's not. Yeah. Chill out, mate. Yeah. It's it's uh, there was a uh, because that the conversation that leads into that is that Rachel and Phoebe are chatting and going, "Oh, soon, you know, soon they'll be having kids and just hanging out with other people that have kids," and nobody appears bothered that Ross has had a kid for about seven years. <laughs> Fair point. And has literally just carried on hanging out with them and has, nothing's changed. I mean, there's no evidence. Ditto, you know, half a season later when Rachel has a baby, there's no evidence to suggest that the Friends characters having babies means anything changes at all. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then they bring their vows in at the end in a slightly strange scene where the girls read Monica's and the boys read uh, Chandler's and Ross and Joey are just laughing heavily at Chandler's and Monica gets annoyed and, and Chandler's retort of don't worry honey we'll make we'll make yours funnier um which is a nice little line do we even do we when they eventually get married do we hear the vows oh that's a very good question and my brain off the top of my head I don't think we do do we I don't think we I don't care enough to find out <laughs> no I think they do very short statements but they certainly don't do enough vows to warrant this entire day of their lives writing them nothing warrants this entire day of their lives (laughs) but there you go look pete at the end of the day we've covered off the one with the vows yeah the the book of records will look fondly upon us for having done that we've done it because no one else would want to if somebody ever tries to choose this episode i would immediately uninvite them from the podcast because absolutely they are not the sort of people we want on Friends with Friends. And on that harsh note... The one with the vows? Done. Uh, and so next week, Pete, another mini episode. Yes. Um, And another flashback. This one, though, fear not, good people, who have struggled through us dissecting the one with the vows. We are we are sorry, but, you know, we have to do it. It's it's a it's historical record. More it's a very odd approach, isn't it, to do a podcast episode and talk about how shit the episode is throughout that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, and that's not just the episode of Friends. I feel this is probably going to be our least listened to with very sorry episode yeah. <laughs> to, to coincide with the least watched episode of Friends. But you know, sometimes you've got to put entertainment to one side for the purpose of science and historical record, and that is what we're doing here on Friends with Friends. Yes. Don't call us heroes. We know, you know, we're just doing our bit for the world. Absolutely. Uh, next week, next week, honestly, a much better one. And it is a much better <laughs> c- 
clip show please come back please please uh it's season eight episode 19 the one with joey's interview season eight episode 19 the one with joey's interview go watch that do your homework have a nice time uh see you next week bye goodbye When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.